I don't even know if I can name all the Fast and Furious movies. I love you Catholic and I pray that you love me. You're the god of fishing, but you live in a lake, not the sea. When it comes to eldritch monsters, I think you're the goat. Now can you lift your aquatic curse and let me do a show on a boat? My car broke down and I went into debt I've been paying and paying but I ain't done yet You can pay for a topic or vote on a gimmick Anything can happen so come on and get with it Listening to Fix My Car Cast, hosted by Bear Claw Billy, and this is episode 107. Comedian and musician Keith Hebert is busy jacking some DVD players, but first, housekeeping. This is the show where you pick what I say and how I say it. Pick a topic or prompt by donating to the GoFundMe, and vote on the gimmick by joining my Patreon for just a dollar a month. Join at the $5 or higher level and also get bonus episodes and behind the scenes footage. Links are in the description. Also down there, merch. Get yourself some merch. What is this fool, merch crazy? Get Fix My Car Cast on a t-shirt. No new donors this week. The total raise for paying off my car repair debt is holding at $2,001. Also, when we get to $3,000, we unlock an automatic show gimmick, which is I will record an episode at sea. Fun fact, did you know that this whole podcast disappears when we hit $10,000? On green, I'm going for it. Hey, do you like the theme song? No? Well, if you make a donation of $50 or more, in addition to picking an episode topic, you get to change one thing about the theme song forever. Unless somebody else changes it back. Want me to add a stutter edit effect in the style of renowned film composer BT? I'll do it. 50 bucks. No new patrons this week. Bummer. Now it's time for a topic suggestion. I'll suggest topics I think I could easily talk about for a whole episode, though admittedly I think the show is more fun when it's something I'm completely clueless about. So, something I could talk about is the time I saw a UFO. Or maybe it was a UAP. Either way, I saw a weird thing in the sky. Want to know more? Donate today. <laughs> Sorry, folks, just woke up. <clears throat> Checking in on the best city in the world, and our uh, based on which city listened to the last episode the most, and our big winner is Portland, Maine. Congratulations, Portland, Maine. Let it be known that your Sensoji Temple, Meiji Jingu Shrine, and Shibuya Crossing are the best in the world for seven days. Last episode, I talked about stand-up comedy while adding a laugh track in post. You can see raw video of the entire episode, including the awkward gaps completely devoid of laughter, over on Patreon. Also, head over to Patreon for a bonus episode where I talk about my best and worst experience with a heckler. And yes, both involved the same heckler. Okay, let's talk next week's gimmick poll. These are your choices for next week's episode gimmick. They are, discuss the topic in 60 seconds, incorporate 10 randomized movie quotes, cover my face in stickers, and our returning gimmick, eat 
100 candy corns. Those Halloween gimmicks are still sticking around. So let's review. That's number one, discuss the topic in 60 seconds. Number two, incorporate 10 randomized movie quotes. Number three, cover my face in stickers. And our returning gimmick number four, eat 100 candy corns. Remember that any gimmick that gets just a single vote is eligible for a second chance in six weeks. Be sure to vote over on Patreon. The poll closes January 25th at noon Eastern America time. <clears throat> All right. Time for today's special $2,000 milestone gimmick, which is, oh, that's going to be a problem. I'll fix it right after this. Oh, this is gonna be such a nightmare. I have to turn off all my automated things. Um, if you're not watching the video version, um, my lights just turned off because this is typically when I would be going to sleep. <laughs> oh boy, we're in for just so many treats, friends. <laughs> all right, time for today's special $2,000 milestone gimmick, which is watch all of the Fast and Furious movies and then record my podcast at the end. First of all, ground rules. Theatrical cuts only, no short films, Hobbs and Shaw counts. Five minute break after each movie for food and or the bathroom. No phone, no friends, no notes. Podcast recording must commence within 10 minutes of completing the final film. Patreon patrons on my Patreon get to see a time lapse of the full marathon and credits confessionals after each movie to see how I'm holding up. The goal is to fit all of the movies into a 24-hour period, but there's no penalty if I go over. It's almost midnight. And at this very moment, I have only seen the first Fast and Furious film. When I snap my fingers, I will have seen all of them. Welcome to 24 Fast, 24 Furious. Of course, gimmicks don't start until housekeeping is out of the way in case any of them prevent me from sharing vital information. But now, we are entering the gimmick zone. From this point on, gimmicks are active and everything is improvised. Today's topic comes to us from Turtle Rocket Books for $260, and I've been asked to review all the Fast and Furious films. Um, 24 hours passed during that snap. I have just finished watching all the Fast and Furious films, and I'm going to turn my TV off right now because... The old girl deserves it, because uh, she's been going non-stop for a whole day. Um, and if you're watching the video version, there is the clock behind me. Um, with less than 15 minutes to spare, I have indeed watched all the Fast and Furious movies in 24 hours, feature-length theatrically released. Um, uh, not counting the shorts, um, or the movie with that title from the 50s, or... Um, the show Fast and Furious Spy Racers, um, which apparently has several seasons, <laughs> and you'll have to pay me a lot more money to review that. Um, before I get into the review, can I just get a round of applause for the fact that I just pulled this off? Uh, I don't know how many people in history have done this, but I sure did it. Um, I will get into the how I did it in the bonus episode over on Patreon. Also, 
If you watch the video version of this episode on Patreon, you get like 15 extra minutes. So don't say I never did nothing for you. Consider going to the Patreon and seeing all the wild crap that I filmed uh, for you. Um, but okay. It is now my job to review the movies. Um, admittedly, I am very tired. Um, uh, I'm extremely tired. Um, uh, though not as tired as I expected to be. I have been awake for 24 hours. Um, so I don't even know where to start. Well, the, where I want to start is um, the reason I have not watched um, the Fast and Furious movies. Now, some people might think, oh, did you just assume from the get-go that they're all crap, so you never started them? No, actually, Fast Five got really good reviews, and some of my friends were like, you can just jump in at Fast Five, and I'm a completist, and I just fell too far behind. Every time a new Fast and Furious movie came out, I'd be like, no, I gotta get caught up, and then I just couldn't get caught up. So, friends, I am caught up today, but I just want everyone to know that... I didn't just assume that Fast and Furious is garbage, and that's why I waited so long to watch it. Um, I assumed Game of Thrones was garbage, and that's why I waited so long to watch it. And assumed correctly. Anyway, but enough about Hell of Thrones. Go watch it right now on YouTube if you uh, like me binging things that everyone likes, but I waited way too long to watch. I'll have to figure out what the next one is going to be. Um, I was thinking the TV show Succession, mainly so I could call the binge Rapid Succession, but there's literally no way that isn't taken yet. Sorry if I'm a little squirrely. I've been awake for 24 fucking hours, and I've been watching action movies for 24 hours. I once, um, I think uh, Patton Oswalt once wrote a bit about watching just both crank movies uh, in a day and getting way too charged up. Well, motherfucker gauntlet thrown. Get fast, get furious. All right. I need to get into the reviews because that's what Turtle Rocket Books paid for. Um, so, reviewing the franchise as a whole first, or should I do the movies all together first? Um, I'm going to review it as a whole first. Um, loved it. Loved it. Love these movies. Adore these movies. Um, now, I'm polyamorous. Um, I'm polycinematic, but I have to say, watching the Fast and Furious movies, I'm ready to break up with Mission Impossible. I'm ready to break up with James Bond. I'm ready to break up with the MCU. I was ready to break up with uh, Michael Bay and the Transformers movies a long time ago. Um, hell, hell, this one might throw some people. I'm ready to break up with Indiana Jones. Um, truly, 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 I feel like this got the heart of adventure action cinema in a way that all these other ones are like too pretentious or they don't take it seriously enough and there's a lot of ridiculous stuff in these movies but like they take it seriously and that's what makes it work um so just an overall in general absolutely loved them i cannot wait to talk about them with my friends um Real brief thing I want to say, if you have not seen them, I am going to spoil them. Um, this episode is for people who have seen the Fast and Furious movies, um, but if you haven't and you just want like a general, should I watch them? Oh yeah, I would recommend, um, okay, don't watch all of them in a day. <laughs> stupid. That's for stupid people. Um, um, but... 
doing one a week? That sounds fun. Have yourself uh, a Fast and Furious Fridays. There you go. Every Friday, watch one. Um, because watching them all in a row did fucking exhaust me. But also, I appreciated a lot of little connections between the movies that I don't think I would have picked up on if I watched them, you know, when they came out every few years. Um, there were a lot of moments like, oh, it's the guy from the... Hey, she was in the... Um, and so um, I think it's good to watch them close together, but not not this close. Don't do what I did here today. Um, I turned down a lot of fun things for this. Bonus episode. Go to the bonus episode uh, to find out how I pulled this off. Um, but yeah, no, I recommend watching them close together. Um, are there any that I don't recommend? No. Um, there are some weak spots, but I would say... Watch them all. Um, even the weaker ones you kind of appreciate. Okay, well, I can see where they were going and maybe they'll get it right on the next one. Um, so that's the spoiler free. That's the spoiler free. If you, for some reason, are listening to a podcast episode about the Fast and Furious franchise, but don't want to know anything about the Fast and Furious franchise, that's my blanket. Yeah, check them out. Um, watch them close together. Um, I would say maybe do like one at a time until five and then maybe do two do them in twos. Um, really fun. Really liked them. Um, I like very little fat on them, but I will get to the installments that have a little fat on them. Um, some, some trims could be done for some of them. Um, but okay, I got $260 to review all of them, so I better give each one a good and thorough reviewing. Um, okay, so number one, The Fast and the Furious. Um, Obviously, the original and still the best. No, just kidding. It's not the best. It's pretty good, though. Um, yeah, no, it is. It is a it is a neat little movie. Everybody makes fun of the fact that they're stealing DVD players. Um, but, you know, I like what this franchise has become. I mean, everything on a long enough timeline. You know, Rocky defeated Russia in four. So, like, um, you know, I'm okay with a franchise going off the rails. Especially when a franchise was built to go off the rails. Um, and even in the the first movie there's a lot of ridiculous stuff um nitrous may be powerful but it's not fucking warp speed um but yeah um paul walker paul walker's fun i mean um um oh my god really really see i've gotten to know these characters so well i've forgotten the actors names vin diesel how did i forget vin diesel i just watched 10 movies with vin diesel in them how did i forget vin diesel um um, but yeah, they're great in them. Um, I mean, the casts are just phenomenal in these. Um, shout out to the line, what's with this fool? Is he sandwich crazy in the first movie? Um, that is why I ate sandwiches today. Um, uh, though I kind of wish I had ribs. Um, got a little hungry towards the end. Again, I'm going to save the process for the bonus episode, but, um, but yeah, um, first movie, it's, it's, it's solid. It's good. Um, it gets, uh, picked on a little bit, uh, for being a Point Break ripoff, which side note, that's probably why Point Break doesn't have 10 sequels. Um, I guess mild spoilers for Point Break as well. If you've seen The Fast and the Furious, you've kind of seen Point Break. Um, but, uh, they both have that, you know, sort of ambiguous ending, um, that then gets, you know, 
definitive by the sequels. Um, so I guess point, point break um, for sticking the ambiguous ending um, and leaving us to wonder what is going to happen to this character, whereas Fast and the Furious just goes all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit happens to this character after the events of the first movie. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's about street racing and being a criminal, and it's fun. Um, too Fast, Too Furious. Um, also enjoyed that one. Um, I feel like maybe like one through four get kind of touted as like the ass end. Um, and then with five, they kind of figured out the formula and just, you know, kept that ball rolling. Um, not unlike that giant ball on fire, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, so... <laughs> So I liked, here's the thing, even the not as good ones, I still really liked. Um, Too Fast, Too Furious, um, uh, I think it's the only one without Vin Diesel, um, uh, but Tyrese is in it. Um, uh, wait, oh, is he Tyrese or Tyrese Gibson? I also, Chris Ludacris Bridges, I don't know if he's still going by that, but that's what he was credited as. I don't remember what Tyrese was in the credits. Um, but Too Fast, Too Furious, also fun. Does not hit the highs of the first one. Um, does have an amazing stunt at the end, though. And that was another thing I wanted to get into. Um, I love practical car stunts. Um, and I feel like the early era... Uh, Fasts and Furiouses are like 90% practical car stunts and then like 10% CGI for all the <laughs> if you know what I mean um, and and I think um, that's kind of the sweet spot for me like you know you look at your Jurassic Park um, and you know that whole like you know 80% puppets 20% CG that's a sweet spot to me um, and these movies do progressively get more fully CG um, so I appreciate the earlier ones just for uh, the practical stunts that said I don't know if the big stunt at the end of two was actually fully practical but you know at the very least, it looked like a car was thrown at something, so that's neat. Um, so yeah, I liked two. Um, it had its merits. Three, it's interesting that three was kind of a weak entry for me. I think it was just kind of confused because it's not really related to anything we've seen previously. Um, so brand new characters. It's called Tokyo Drift, but most of the characters are Americans abroad, um, which is sort of weird. Um, also, I'm going to throw this out there. Um, this is going to seem like a tangent, but stay with me. Um, I think it's, I believe it's, XKCD by Randall Monroe, um, which posits that um, whenever you're watching a Batman thing, a Batman movie or a TV show or reading a comic, um, replace the term Batman with man dressed like a bat. Um, and it makes it way funnier because all of the like moments of like, oh no, it's Batman. Oh no, it's a man dressed like a bat. What does this have to do with Fast and Furious? I'm getting there. I do my topics a quarter mile at a time. Um, Another name for Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift could be the Fast and the Furious, one specific driving technique. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that's the problem is it's, oh, this is a neat way to steer. By the time you see it for the 50th time, you're like, seen it. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, okay. So it's, it's a neat way to turn like and that's just kind of the whole thing um it doesn't really go for like anything more complicated than that and yeah it does kind of get boring just like oh no big curve coming up i wonder what they'll uh, yeah 
<laughs> um, it still had its merits. Um, and it was directed by Justin Lin, who, you know, revitalized the franchise um, and found a way to tie it in. I love all the weird continuity shit. Um, and I was going to save this for a general franchise-wide review, but I'm just going to say this right now. Um, my favorite thing is when you take the weak installments of a franchise and instead of acting like they never happened, boo, cheating, um, you find a way to make them good. And goddamn... I think Fast and the Furious is maybe the best at taking weird shit from the weakest installments and going, uh, that's actually part of the plot and it always has been. That wasn't just some random fuckers abroad in Tokyo. No, they're part of the larger plot, but you're not going to find that out till like Fast 7 or whatever. Um, actually, no, it might be as late as 9. It might be as late as nine. Um, I think they get like tangentially tied in along the way in like seven, eight, nine, um, which is why six was afraid of seven. Um, oh God, we'll get to the titles too in a bit. Um, but yeah, no, um, you know, Tokyo Drift feels like kind of a weak entry. Um, and then the next one after that is Fast and Furious, not to be confused with The Fast and The Furious. Um, I think that one's also by Justin Lin. Please don't quote me on who directed which ones. Um, I'm pretty sure that was Justin Lin, though. Um, that one was interesting. Um, I, so I did not take any notes for this um, 24 Fast, 24 Furious, um, because I wanted to see how addled by sleep deprivation my brain was at the end. <laughs> um, so I did not take any notes, and as the movies were going on, I was like, I am going to forget everything from these earlier ones, because it was so long ago, just 24 hours ago. Um... But, yeah, I don't remember a lot from The Fast and The Furious. Um, oh, I think it's the first one where Han is back. Um, so, starting the idea of, let's pluck characters from other installments um, and just get them in here. Um, I just remember 4 has a lot of, like, driving in an abandoned mine, which is kind of cool, but it's very CG-heavy. Like, I didn't feel any real danger. It just felt like someone is sitting in a car on a green screen and then we're adding the mine in post. Um, I feel like there was some other good things in that one, but I cannot recall what they were because let's just move right to it. Fast Five rocked my shit. Um, and I will say, this is one of the times where watching them all in a day made me really appreciate them because um, it's like, oh, those are those are some of my favorite characters from a few hours ago. <laughs> um, when I binged all of Game of Thrones in a week, um, I was uncomfortable watching a child grow up and then have a sex scene. <laughs> um, but thumbs all the way up to Fast Five making a heist out of the characters I just spent uh, the previous eight hours with. Um, yeah, Fast Five rules. I get why it's a shot of adrenaline. I get why everyone recommends it aside from all the other ones and says, you don't need to see the other ones. You can just start with Fast Five. You could, but I'm a completist. And I'm so glad I completed this completion. Um, because I feel like I really did get to appreciate, oh, it's him from that and her from that and they're all here and we're doing a heist, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Um, Fast Five has two incredible sequences. Um, if I'm not mixing up which ones are in which movie, which is entirely possible. Um believe it's a train sequence and then there's also the bank vault sequence which oh chef's kiss it's so good also despite having not seen this movie 
I did watch a behind the scenes on how they shot that, um, and it rules. Um, it absolutely rules, and I'm sorry that I had anything about it spoiled for me. Um, I wish I had done it in the order of watch the movie and then looked up how they did it. Um, look up how they did Fast Five. Um, it's phenomenal. It's amazing. Um, give it a googsy. Um, so yeah, Fast Five, far and away, probably the best one. Um, yeah, I would say probably the best one in terms of just like everything's coming together and then it sets the ball rolling uh, for some other pretty damn good movies. Um, so five, absolutely loved, absolutely loved. Um, was surprised uh, was surprised uh, by The Rock because uh, not in a role I was expecting. I just assumed he would be, you know, one of the street racers uh, jumping into a life of crime. So I was surprised when he was like a government guy um, here to stop them. Um, but yeah, he's he's really good. Um, I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, I've I know that he has called himself a franchise Viagra. Um, I don't think Fast Five is good because of him, solely because of him. I will say solely because of him. He's very good in it. Um, but uh, I don't know, I think it was just, I think it's Justin Lin firing on all cylinders. Um, cylinders, I, sorry, his name is in the um, word nerd. Um, so, um, I, uh, I really liked Fast Five, and then um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to get any of the titles right at this point, because neither did Apple TV. Um, multiple titles, um, the one that was in the movie and the one that came up on the screen, two totally different titles. Um, at least six and nine totally different titles from what it actually said when I clicked on it. Um, so I'm just going to call them six, seven, eight, nine, ten from here on out because I don't know what the real fucking titles are. By the way, fun fact, um, I once wrote a comedy sketch that when you get to heaven, um, the only question St. Peter asks is for you to name all of the Fast and Furious movies. Um, they must be correctly punctuated and it must be exactly as it appears on IMDb. That's the only question to get into heaven. <laughs> um, um, and since I'll probably never make that sketch, the punchline was the guy finally gets them right and then he's like, cool, you're going to hell. <laughs> so he spends, you know, five minutes of the sketch trying to remember all the titles only to find out, oh no, no, you thought knowing them got you in. Oh no, 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 you go straight to hell. Um, because you've wasted your life. Because <laughs> guess what? Even if you like these movies, stop wasting your time trying to remember the titles. The people that make them don't even remember the titles. <laughs> anyway, six. Okay, so this is where I have to kind of stop and go, wait a minute, which one did that happen in? Because they do kind of blur together from six onward. Six, I think Luke Evans is a Shaw. Now, by the way, I knew there was a character named Shaw because there's a movie called Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Um, but I did not know there's three characters named Shaw. And now it's up to me to tell them apart. Thanks a lot. Um, so, the... Oh, God. God, 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 God um, Luke Evans is... I don't remember any of the Shaw's names. I've fully blanked. There's just the Shaw that's Luke Evans, the Shaw that is Jason Statham, and the Shaw that is, I don't know the name of the actress. Um, but um, yeah, six is the one with Luke Shaw. <laughs> um, 
And I'm, I really struggled to remember parts of that one. Um, I mainly remembered the flippy-doo cars, which is a really cool concept. And by the way, I'm realizing um, I've played GTA Online for a while, um, and having not seen any of the Fast and Furiouses, I didn't realize just how much they ripped these movies off. Um, pretty much every movie had something that I'm like, oh, like GTA, oh, no, GTA ripped that off, yeah. Um, including the flippy-doo car, um, which was really neat. Um, and then, oh, it also had that plane sequence at the end that was really good um yeah liked six okay five is the top i don't think anything tops uh five um i'll say six through nine and that includes hobbs and shaw pretty darn good um not to jump right ahead to x but i had some issues with x um so yeah six is good seven um oh gosh okay they are blurring together now seven is statham um, oh yeah, there's all, there's all that stuff in the woods. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven's good. Seven's good. Um, I feel like at this point I'm not reviewing them so much as trying to remember what happens in them and then relaying it to you. Uh, yeah. Seven was a good time. Um, Fate of the Furious. Is that the one that opened with the bonkers? <sighs> I think Fate is the one that opens with the bonkers car race where the car catches on fire. Oh, they are starting to blur together now. I'm pretty sure that's eight. Um, eight had a lot going on. Um, eight had a little too much going on for me. Um, Charlize Theron makes an incredible villain. Um, but um, the movie overall, I wasn't... Oh, which one? Okay. Yeah, some of these really blur together. I think 8 had the one where all the um, self-driving cars attack Dom at once. Yes, that was the one. Um, that sequence was amazing. That was like a horror movie. I loved that sequence. Um, and then it also has the chase on the ice. Yeah, a whole lot of fun in that one. Um, I couldn't follow the plot, and I don't know if that's just because I'm exhausted. <laughs> And I've been awake for a while. Um, I, I I mentioned this in a special feature, but at one point I thought Dominic had been cloned uh, just because of a wonky edit. Um, like there's a shot of him walking, they cut to something else, and then there's a shot of him driving at full speed. And because it didn't give my brain time to register, he got in a car and hit the accelerator. I just was like, whoa, there's two Dominics? Did I fall asleep? <laughs> and the thing is, is I would not put cloning past... Fast and the Furious. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I enjoyed 8. Um, like, I feel like from 8 onward is when the lengths started getting to me. They start getting a little longer, and they creep past the two-hour mark. Um, and then just not a, not a fan. Um, um, your action movie should be no longer than two hours. Um, and then... Um, okay, so Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw is a buddy cop movie, um, or in the modern parlance, a buddy bastard movie, um, that is, they just take two characters and send them on an adventure. Um, it, what I really enjoyed, I feel like I, I enjoyed the action scenes a whole bunch. Um, I enjoyed that we got into, um, The Rock's, uh, Samoan heritage, um, I mean, obviously the character of Hobbs is Samoan heritage, but like, obviously also the rock. So like, I really liked that they made that like a part of the story and like really focused on it. I thought that was really neat. Um, um, the comedy, 
the comedy did not work for me uh, in that one. Um, and I guess I'll daisy chain that into Fast X. That was also my problem with Fast X. Um, of all the things that these movies uh, have going right for them, I feel like the comedy is the least right. Um, most of the jokes aren't too bad. They're not like Michael Bay cringe. Oh my God, Michael, we don't say that anymore. Um, they're not that bad, though they, they do skirt that line. Some of the jokes are pretty misogynist. Um, um, and, you know, I feel like as time goes on, they try to tone it down a little, but just a little. Um, but yeah, no, just like all of the comedy, all the... I'm going to just do comedy in Hobbs and Shaw and X because uh, it's really bad in both. <laughs> um, I feel like Hobbs and Shaw has like that, that Judd Apatow, um, or I guess Paul Feig specifically. Um, Paul Feig directed Judd Apatow produced problem of letting the improv go for two minutes longer than it needs to. And like, God damn, there were so many scenes in Hobbs and Shaw where it's like some comedian would just wander into the scene and I'd go, oh, 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 no, oh, no no oh they're about to talk for four minutes and it's going to have no bearing on the plot and they think this is funny ow ow it really hurt and i think fast x had some of that going on as well not as bad um but there were some i think the comedic tone is my problem in x i don't mean to skip ahead let's go to nine which i also enjoyed um f9 the fast and furious saga i think is the title that it came up as but who the f and f knows um so Fast 9, oh, they godfather tooed Fast and Furious, which I thought was really cool. You get to see scenes from Dominic's childhood, um, and that is awesome. Um, I found it really effective, and I want to piggyback off of the comedy thing. Um, I feel like the characters, despite the fact that I love seeing them, they're not the most important part of the story. I mean, they are a family, but... Um, but I feel like um, when they give the characters too much space, um, I feel like backstory stuff, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to learn all about this character. But comedy stuff, I'm like, ooh, none of them are terribly funny. Um, and, and yeah, so like I liked Nine because it focused on the characters, but it focused on like their backstories and things you might not have known. Um, it kind of becomes a running gag that like I had a life before this and like I love when they show you that life before this. Um, and in a way that fits with the earlier films as well. Like, you know, they weren't all blowing up nanobots or whatever. Um, so I really like that they try to honor that, like, you know, yeah, just because Dominic is, you know, having weird fucking jungle adventures or whatever, um, you know, he still had, like, humble beginnings as a poor kid who fixed cars. And I like that they focus on that. Um, so, yeah, nine, 9 was good, too. And then that brings me to 10, which, like, ugh... There's so many elements that could work. Insane cast on 10. Um, and I really like the choices except for one, maybe two. I'm just not a big Pete Davidson fan. Um, um, if he was in a scene where he was important in any way, that would have been great. But, like, it was such a pointless scene. Like, when people complain about the Canto Bite scene in The Last Jedi, they can Canto Bite me. Um, but Pete Davidson's scene in Fast 9 serves literally no purpose. I think the only thing that's plot relevant, uh, is when, gah, Ramsey, um... I think Ramsey just, like, sends a file or something 
from this computer store, but like the three minutes, three to five minutes prior to that are just like, what the fuck is happening right now? It's really weird. It, it felt like, uh, it felt like the put on the glasses scene from They Live. It's like, what am I watching right now? Um, a lot of scenes in Fast X just felt very unconnected. Um, like, where's this coming from? What, what is this connected to anything? There were like whole lines of dialogue that I'm like, wait, what? Why did that character say that? Like, I don't know. It just, it just feels like a mess that couldn't be saved in the edit. Um, had, had a couple good action sequences, but even then they weren't as good as, uh, what came before. Um, you know, not as good as when they fought a tank or a plane. Um... Oh, and I do need to mention that in 9 they go to space, but they kind of make it work. They kind of make it work. Um, also, uh, somebody pulls up in a DeLorean in 10, and I thought, oh no, they did space. Are they going to do time travel now? They don't do time travel. Um, but I wonder if the rumors got around and they were winking and nodding on that. That's the other thing, is I haven't been keeping up with all the behind the scenes of Fast and Furious. Um, so, you know, I don't know what things are winks for the fans. Like, I know Justice for Han was a thing. Um, I'm assuming they're just, you know, people who want, you know, vengeance on Han or whatever. And, um, well, I guess we're in the spoiler section, so I don't have to be too careful around what happens to Han, but, uh, he eats a lot of chips. Um, I love Han. I love all the characters in this. I was so surprised, like, before seeing these movies, I just assumed that these were the most generic characters and why would anyone relate to them and then I came out of this just like I miss my friends I miss my friends I miss Dominic's family um like yeah they they do a really good job of like you know quirky quirky heist team um but they all have just enough of their own individual quirks they picked the perfect characters from the previous films to bring together for Fast Five they did such a good job with that um, I really hope the writers get more credit and I want to go back through and see like who wrote which ones um, because in some of them the writing is really strong and I need to throw this out there it's hard to write stupid well these are the most intelligent stupid movies <laughs> um, genuinely like I feel like Michael Bay gets it wrong um, uh, so it's either like it's either like you've got like your Michael Bay stuff, which is just extremely juvenile and bigoted and and incoherent, doesn't make any sense, big bloated mess. And then on the other side of things, you've got like James Bond and Mission Impossible being too cool for school. And then like over here is Fast and Furious, just being like, hey, want to watch stuff blow up? <laughs> like, and and like you know. It's never, it's never on a level of like, oh no, the exploding, the splo yeah, I, I can't, I didn't want to insult other movies that I realized were by some of the same directors. Um, I mean, Justin Lin made the best recent Star Trek, um, and James Wan crushed it with the Aquaman movies. Um, so, you know, these, these, these directors just kind of know what they're doing. I can't remember all the directors of some of the other installments. I know F. Gary Gray did one. I cannot remember which one. Uh, I know Rob Cohen did the first one, and he directed The Hurricane Heist. Don't watch it, but do watch it. Um... If you've ever wondered uh, what Twister would be like if it sucked, you know, there's a good analogy. <laughs> Twister is Fast and the Furious, um, and the Hurricane Heist is Michael Bay 
Transformers. That makes sense to all of you. You understand what's going on in my noggin. Um, last thing I'll say about Fast X is um, I... Jason Momoa's villain... I feel like I liked the villain, but I didn't like it for the movie. Um, I feel like Jason Momoa's villain would have either worked in a horror movie or in a mystery um, where, like, he's this big, friendly guy, but, like, secretly he's playing with corpses. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Playing with corpses just doesn't feel like a Fast and Furious PG-13 thing to me. I don't know why. Um, when there's a comedy scene in uh, Hobbs and Shaw with corpses that had me cracking up. I don't know why that was funny to me, um, but well, no, no, I get, there was no malicious intent in this in the scene in Hobbs and Shaw. Whereas in Fast X, Jason Momoa is just like, I'm a fucked up weirdo. Isn't that fun? And it's like, no, it actually isn't fun um, in this movie. I feel like it could be fun uh, in another kind of movie. Um, Oh my gosh, uh, have these films been thoroughly reviewed? Um, check out the bonus episode where I will, um, you know, talk about any stray thoughts that hit me after I've had a good night's sleep, which I'm about to go have right now. Uh, before I do that, though, I do need to leave you with some words of wisdom. And because there was no gimmick poll for this week, I had, um, I had my patrons vote on what it's all about. Um, and I will tell you what it's all about um, by filling in the winning vote, which is, <clears throat> as always, it's all about family.